baby face. You've got the cutest little baby face. Ew, gross. Baby face. Yuck. Um, and don't say yuck too much because uh, this is the Harlan Highway podcast and we don't like that word here. Uh, I'm Harlan Williams, your host. Yuck. Um, and <laughs> what a show we have today. Uh, this show is, is all over the place, but, uh, so is my face. So, yuck. Um, today we will be, uh, talking about, believe it or not, a little bit about, uh, God and religion and, and the world. And, uh, you'll like this because I recorded some guy in a park on a megaphone telling us all what evil people we are and and what haters we are and all these these sins we've committed. And uh, I recorded this, and I'm going to play the clip for you, and we're going to discuss it. And uh, I think it's going to open up some interesting dialogue here. Um, And also, we're going to be talking about your body, mystery parts of your body. Do you know there's parts of your body that you might not have even seen? And I'm talking externally. There's areas of your body you've been ignoring. How dare you shame on you as long as you don't ignore the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You are causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, bro? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? <laughs> I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Okay, this is weird. This is really weird. This is super weird. Uh, how well do you know yourself, lurdies and finurdle blurdens? How well do you know yourself? You're probably like, I know myself pretty well, whether you're 15, whether you're 32, whether you're 52. Like, I, I know myself pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable in my skin. I, I know myself. Okay, so maybe mentally you know yourself. Physically, do you know yourself? You're like, yeah, man, I look in the mirror every day. I brush my hair. I pop my zits. I cut my nails. I shower. I lather up everywhere. But let me submit to you something that's really kind of quirky and weird and might freak you out a little bit. There's areas of your body that you don't know well at all. There's areas of your body that have lived with you, that have been part of you since your conception, that you might have only looked at three, four, five times in your life. Maybe once in your life. Maybe never. Can you imagine? That's like, pretend you have an apartment or a house. Pretend there's a couple of rooms in your apartment or your house you've never been into. The door's always been shut. You're like, I've lived here for 20 years. I've never opened that door. What the what the hell's in there? And this is where it gets weird, but these are obscure parts of your body. 
that are you. It's you. It's part of you. If your name's Jim or Larry or Mary, Mary, this is part of you. Larry, this is you. And what I'm talking about is when was the last time you ever looked at the soles of your feet? When was the last time you ever looked at the arch in your foot? When was the last time you ever pulled your toes open and looked in between your toes at the skin? Right? When was the last time you looked at the skin between your fingers? Have you ever seen the skin behind your ears on the back of your neck? Um... You know, it's it's just there's there's little areas of your body, and I know you're like, what the hell, dude? What are you talking about? But think about it. This is you. This is your physical form. You'd think being you with your brain and your bones and your flesh, and you goes everywhere with you. You does everything with you. You is you. And yet there's parts that you haven't even laid eyes on more than probably 30 seconds in your whole life. Isn't that weird? Isn't that a weird concept? So maybe right now or maybe tonight or next time you step out of the shower, I want you to sit down and pull your leg up and rest it on your thigh, and look at the bottom of your foot. Look at the skin patterns. Look at the deviations. Look at the creases. Look at the wrinkles. Look at the texture. Look at the smoothness. Lift your toe up. You've never seen the skin. You don't even know what the bottom of your own toe looks like. That little area between the bulbous tip of your toe and and the uh, the front of your foot. There's that little arch in between that connects the bulbous part of the tip of your toe to the main part of your toe. Have you ever looked at that? Have you ever touched it? Have you ever felt it? I mean, these are feet that every step you've ever taken in your life is with these feet. And you haven't even looked at them. You don't even know what they feel like. You've never, like, spent five minutes staring at them, touching them, getting to know them. Isn't that weird? That's like if someone had put a piece of cardboard over half your face and you go, you know, I don't know what the other half of my face looks like. I can assume, I can guess. I I don't know if I have a freckle on half my face. I don't know if I have a cleft lip. I don't know if I have a dimple, if I have a scar. So what about the bottom of your foot? What about the arch in your foot? What about your heel? When was the last time you spent some time with your Achilles tendon? Just fiddled around with it, touched it, examined it, thought about it, played with it, caressed it, rubbed it, talked to it, told it a story, nurtured it. When was the last time you ventured in between your toes and played with the webbing, pretended you were maybe a baby frog or a, a, a toad, touched it? And you want to hear something a little scary? Sometimes skin cancer happens in between the toes. You may think I'm jesting, but I'm serious. A lot of times skin cancer shows up in the most obscure place in between your toes. So while you're doing this trivial exercise, 
just getting to know your own flesh. There might be an upside to this, as well as getting to know your own body. Maybe you discover something you don't want to discover, but it might save your life. How about that? Because you took the time to sit down with your own epidermis, you might save your own life. But that's a far-reaching excuse. I just want you to get to know your whole body. You shouldn't not know your whole body. I'm sure, gentlemen, you've all explored around your testicles, and I'm not trying to be graphic or edgy. You've probably looked around your testicles. You've probably... Ladies, you've probably examined your little friend down there. You've examined your breasts. You've probably all looked under your arms at your armpits. You know, but there's areas, and there may be more that I'm not even touching on. You've probably looked up your nose in a mirror. But there's these places we forget. These places are you. Stop forgetting. Stop neglecting you. Sit down just for a few minutes, and maybe you'll be surprised and go, I did not know that the balls of my feet looked like this. I did not know I had a freckle down there. I did not know that my heel is a little bit crooked. It's a little bit crooked. That's why I walk like a flamingo. Interesting. I did not know this. (laughs) So there you go. I told you at the beginning this was going to be a little weird, a little odd, and and you're probably sitting there, God, either Harlan's a moron or you're like, Harlan's right. I have neglected a part of my human body my whole life. I haven't given it any second thought. I haven't given it any credo. I haven't even really seen it. Imagine if you've never never seen the palm of your hand or the back of your hand for 30, 40 years. One day you, you looked at it. I bet you'd see something there where you were amazed or at least fascinated or something would stimulate you. So there you go. Little exercise for you. When you're getting into bed tonight, when you get out of the tub, when you get out of the shower, when you're at the gym, somewhere, please look at your whole body. Please know you. <laughs> and uh, let me know if you find anything. Let me, let me know if anything jumps out at you. Or maybe not. Just keep it to yourself and walk around with the satisfaction. Next time you're walking, air quotes, walking down a street, think about the soles of your feet and go, I know you. I know you souls. I've seen you. I've made eye contact. Thank you for walking me around. Thank you. Th- thank me is what I meant to say. Thank me. <laughs> now, I got to get down to the uh, the shoe store and buy myself some new clogs. Uh, happy trails. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so here's the scenario. 
it's a hot uh, day. Uh, it's summer. I'm walking around uh, in a city, you know, enjoying the sights and the sounds. The birds are singing. The children are playing. The hustle and bustle of downtown city. And all of a sudden, I start to hear this tinny voice. This tinny voice through a megaphone. And I'm like, what's going on? Is there a street riot? And then I start to hear, like, hot-button words like Jesus Christ and sinning and dying and hate and Satan and all this stuff. And I realize it's a guy in the middle of downtown just standing up on the curb and he's spewing all this stuff about uh, religion and God and life and death. And uh, so I thought I'd sit down and record some of it and uh, go back and analyze it here for the podcast. So take a listen and uh, we'll come back and talk about it. It's about a minute long. God bless you. So there you go. Uh, there's the guy up on his soapbox, uh, you know, sending his message out to the public, whether they want to hear it or not. And uh, I'm not a religion basher guy. I'm not I'm not about to go, oh, screw that guy. And what's with the God stuff? And, you know, I'm not going to pull a Bill Maher on you where I just uh, dispel religion across the board. Um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna favor it one way or the other because uh, I I believe people have the right to decide uh, what they want to do with their own minds. If they want to believe in God, if if people want to have faith, great. If they don't, then they don't. Um, but what's interesting is the message that this guy guy is putting out there. He's kind of asking people to, you know, come into God. But at the same time, he's accusing all of us of being sinners and hateful and evil and wicked and all this stuff, which is a little heavy. Remember, I'm out for a, a little walk here to get find an ice cream. I'm looking for some Baskin-Robbins action. You know, I got my mind on a, a mint chocolate chip cone and suddenly I'm a sinner full of hate going to hell 
for all my hatred. And I was going to get a double scoop, okay? Um, but now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm diverted, and suddenly I'm sitting down kind of recording this guy, and, and uh, I'm listening to these accusations or these claims or whatever you want to call them. I'm like, good golly, man. This stuff's heavy. This stuff's hard. I mean, you know, God, if God created us, if that's what you believe, if that's what this gentleman believes, if God created us, then you have to know that God created us not to be walking, talking, perfect, like, you know, altar boy zombies. If he created everything about us, every facet about us, then I don't think he created us to walk around and go, Hello, how are you today? May I hold the door for you? I have $40 in my pocket. Let me give it to you. For we are all angelic. We are all wonderful, perfect beings. So obviously God must have instilled in us, not evil, but he must have He must have instilled in us the yin and the yang. He must have instilled us what he did instill in us, which is, I think, acknowledged in the Bible and in in religion, is he gave us the right to choose. Um, and if that be the case, then you have to ask yourself, well, choose what? If if we're all dainty and good and holier than thou, what what are we choosing? Should I give you sixty dollars from my wallet, or should I give you forty dollars from my wallet? What a very hard decision. You know, so I think the word choose in there implicates that or implies that, you know, there's probably going to be choices in life that are that are bad, that are difficult, that maybe don't go down the right path, don't follow the teachings of love and faith and religion. But if he installed the, the, the right to ch- uh, choose in us, then you have to kind of say, well, he must have known that there was uh, there was going to be bumps in the road, and that uh, we, being his creations, might not uh, make the right choice every time. So I don't know. That's an interesting dilemma right there. Uh, but you know, I I guess it's weird that when you're talking about religion and love and and peace and heaven and God and my almighty creator and we died for your sins. It just seems a little heavy for, for, for that department to be laying on you that you're all sinners and haters and vile people. And it's just too heavy handed for me. I don't love that aspect of religion. And then, and then the guilt trip always comes. He put his own son up on the cross, and he died for your sins. It's like, well, wait a minute. Isn't that kind of a sin that you would put your own kid up on the cross? You know? what? What's that say about you, God? And if you're listening, which you are, I'm not happy that you put your own kid up on a cross and sacrificed him for us. You know, I would have probably taken a plague of locusts or turned turn the water into blood or, 
you know, maybe uh, how about a, you know, a couple of months of no sun, you know, maybe a drought, maybe a couple of extra tornadoes a year. But did you really have to hang your own sun up in a, on a cross? For my sins, what I, you know, uh, I shoplift a, a Snickers bar, which is a sin, and and you're like, oh my goodness, somebody, somebody stole a Snickers bar. I better hang my kid up in the scorching sun on a cross, and you know, let's nail him to the cross, and let's put uh, prickles on his head. And let's pour vinegar in his wounds. Let's have the guards stab him a few times. And why don't we have people throw rocks and have crows land and peck at his eyes? Slowly let him starve and rot. Okay, it's one thing to kill your son for our sins, but wasn't that pretty much out-and-out torture? I mean, was there any waterboarding happening here? I mean, this is a slow, grisly, prolonged agonizing death is is this what you had to do to stop humans from doing bad things which by the way if you created us didn't you instill us with the ability to do bad things i don't know it's all a little messy and i feel like maybe wouldn't jesus have done a lot more good if he had just stayed on earth walking around I mean, I have a feeling you would have swayed a lot more people. Like, let's say Bernie Madoff or some guys in the mafia. Okay? Let's say they were evil or, or uh, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer or uh, Ted Bundy. Let's say Dahmer's off eating uh, somebody's leg and Madoff scamming a couple of billion and the mafia guys are selling drugs and offing people and... Uh, you know, Ted Bundy's serial killing someone. Wouldn't it be a bit better, more productive, if Jesus was still walking around and in the middle of their crimes, he kind of floated through a wall and said, Hey, what's up, man? What's up? Why you got to play like this, player? What's up, back down, player? And then they're like, uh, Did you just float through a wall, dude? Yes, I'm the son of God. Uh, no, you're not. Well, yes, I am. Look, here's a zebra. I'm turning into ice cream. Your legs are made of gold. And um, here's your dead grandmother. See, there's about seven miracles right there. I think just about any bad guy would go, you know what? I think I'm going to change my ways. You just totally freaked me out. God is real. So what was was his uh, end game killing his own kid? It might have been symbolic, but what is was it really that effective? And believe me, I'm not sitting here spouting uh, evil or trying to uh, contradict the ways of the Almighty Creator. I'm not trying to say religion is a farce and Jesus is a farce and God is a farce. I'm not doing that. I'm just, I'm just asking questions. Like with 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 any problem. I think I think you always look at different scenarios, different solutions. And in my mind, my humble mind, whether I'm right or wrong, people listening might be mad at my opinion or they might like it or they might be neutral, but it seems to me 
I feel like Jesus, the Son of God, would be much more effective still alive. Wandering around. Put him on CNN. You know, back in the day, back in the day, Jesus was limited to whoever was in his radius. I will now float for you 14 fishermen. There's no way you'll be able to prove it to anybody. I'm going to do it, and you will not be able to take a picture of it or videotape it or put it on TV because those things don't exist. But you shall go forth and tell your friends that I floated here today and turned a cloud into a fish. But had God just been patient and waited, uh, you know, a couple of thousand years, Jesus could have his own special on on HBO. Jesus could be doing a primetime special on CBS. I mean, David Copperfield got a special on CBS and made elephants disappear. And that was all BS. How about the real son of God? How about the real Son of God on there performing real miracles and showing us the way, leading us to faith, leading us to God? So far be it for me, a mere mortal, to challenge the wisdom of God. You know, that's not what I'm doing, but I'm a little confused. I kind of wish it went down another way. To, To tell you the truth, I wish I could have met Jesus. Was Jesus eternal? Was Jesus eternal as is God, his father? Was Jesus a guy that, that, that God could have just kept him alive forever and, and he could have touched all our lives in a most positive way? I mean, what's stronger, instilling faith in somebody and saying, you know, if I kill my son... Then people will have to go on faith, and faith is strong. Okay, but what about what about just let's forego the faith and just give us the factual person right here in flesh and blood, and we don't have to deal with all that ambiguity. We don't have to deal with all the indecision and the, and and the doubters and the the naysayers. How about Jesus in concert at the Hollywood Bowl? People would pay. The believers, people would line up to see Jesus. So maybe God was a bit hasty and took his own kid before his time. And with all the bad things in the world, all the hatred and all the things that that guy described, you know, can't God just send another kid down? You know, I have four sisters. Maybe one of them could, you know, have a, another baby. I'm sure they'd be okay with it. At least three of them would. Hey, Har, how's it going? Pretty good. What's going on? Well, darndest thing. I woke up this morning. I was pregnant. Well, did you, does your boyfriend know? That's the thing. I don't have a boyfriend. I haven't had sexual intercourse in 12 years. Well, you're, you, that's, that's God. Oh, am I having a, a another godchild? Yes. Okay, cool. You know, it's like, can't we send another one? If God's behind all the ruckus here on our planet, like the, the wars and the hatred and the good and the bad and the ugly, can't he just whip up another kid to send and 
start showing people that it's all real and I mean, what's with the hesitation? What's with the hiding? What what what's with the making us wait? It's chaotic here. Let, let let's send someone down to organize things. Look at our political leaders. Do you trust Romney? Do you trust Obama? Do you trust Putin? Do you trust Gaddafi, who's now dead? Do you trust any of those Middle Eastern uh, leaders? Do you trust uh, Mustafa or whatever the guy in Iraq is? Or Iran, I should say? Adidajam or whatever his name is? Why not send down a good guy? (laughs) So there you go, all these thoughts coming uh, from, from this little uh, this little sit-down in the park. And uh, interesting stuff. I don't know what your take is. As, as I said, I'm not knocking religion, but I am. I do ask questions. I do. I am inquisitive. I do, I do think about alternatives, and I try to look at things from different perspectives, which I think is a healthy thing, but... This isn't, I'm not knocking religion and religion sucks and people who are religious are idiots. No, my parents are very religious. I'm religious to an extent. I'm not hardcore, but to an extent I've got that in me, you know? So I'm not knocking any of it. I'm just, I'm just wondering, is, is there other ways this could be happening? Is there, is there other ways it could have happened? I don't know. I'm going to go check my uh, TiVo and see if if there's a Jesus special coming up. Because I'll watch that. Um, So food for thought, man. Food for thought. And, uh, oh, and don't forget, after all the hatred and all the sinning that you've done and all all these bad things that you've done, don't forget the most important part of this sermon. God bless you. It is hot outside. And see, I, that's probably why I was on my way to get an ice cream. Uh, now, there is more to this story. I'm not going to play it for you today because we're, we're at the end here. And I don't want to, you know, overwhelm you with uh, too much religious stuff. I think it's an interesting conversation, though. And uh, but, but what happened as I was sitting there listening to this guy just when he finished... I guess one of his cronies or one of his uh, cohorts or whatever you want to call them, he saw me sitting there, and this guy, like a middle-aged guy, like, you know, 50 years old or so, he came over and sat down beside me and had a bunch of pamphlets and started talking to me about God. And you know what? I recorded that, too, and uh, there was some interesting stuff. There was some funny stuff. There was some real stuff. And uh, I'm not going to play that for you today, but I'll play that for you on a upcoming show. And uh, we'll keep this little discussion going. Uh, it's kind of fascinating because it's such a deep topic. It's such a rich and uh, kind of one of these topics. Religion is that you, you never get to the answer. There's no answer to it. Uh, so it's a good debate. It's a good uh, It's a good thing to... to uh, you know, sift through, and uh, and that's it. In fact, uh, that 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 brought us right to the end of the podcast, which many of you are going, "Oh, thank God for miracles!" 
finally it's over. Well, come on. Why why you gotta why you gotta be like that, player? Step back. I ain't got no time for that, player. Um so anyways, there it is. Uh hope you enjoyed uh today's podcast. Uh spend some time with your uh your souls. And I could mean that in the religious sense, or I could mean that um the soles of your feet, because we talked about both today. So there you go. Uh, don't forget to check out my new free app. If you have a cell phone uh, or you're on the Internet, go to harlandapp.com. Download the app for free. It's full of uh, incredible uh, Harland Highway stuff, character voices, ringtones, all that crazy stuff. Um, tons of fun. Tons of fun. And then uh, don't forget, I am going to be, my friends, I'm going to be on uh, Adam Carolla's podcast tomorrow. Uh, And then uh, on this weekend, Thursday, September 27th to the 29th, I'll be at the the Blackfoot Inn uh, at the Comedy Club in Calgary, Alberta at the Laugh Stop. Or the laugh shop, one of the one of the two. Go online to harlowilliams.com and you can uh, click my stand up um, icon, and you will uh, have information on how to order your tickets, reserve your seats. It's going to be a blast. We're gonna we're gonna do stand up and improv comedy this weekend, sketch comedy and stand up. It's going to be a blowout. I uh, hope you can make it. Uh, don't forget to visit our uh, store at harlowilliams.com. And uh, please get that app. It's free. And uh, through it, you can listen to the Harland Highway. You can join uh, the Har- Harlow Williams Twitter page, the Facebook page, the YouTube page, all that crazy media crap. And uh, there you go. So hope you had a good time. And uh, I certainly did. And uh, until next time, God bless a great big bowl of chicken chow mein, baby. Ice cream. Get your ice cream. Get your delicious ice cream. You there. You with the stupid face. Come here and get some ice cream. Hello, stupid. Ice cream. Get your ice cream.